Everybody of the Cancel Me Baby community, just please put your hands together in prayer. Let's take a moment of silence to remember the woke person that I used to be. It's true that I used to be. I kid you not. I discovered literally like the mummy resurrecting. Okay. How woke I used to be. I was like the woke spokesperson manifesto before woke was like the cool thing. I don't know if we would call it cool, but you know what I mean? I was that person before it became all trendy and taking over the internet. I know. No, I know. I'm not even kidding you. Here's how I realized this, okay, and had this come to Jesus moment. Because last week we found out that Victoria's Secret Angels are no more. They're no more. They're little angel wings, the little gemstones, their thongs, the G-strings, the whole thing. No more Victoria's Secret Angels, okay? Victoria's Secret put out a statement last week about how they are getting replaced and they are now in the abyss. They're hanging out with Aunt Jemima. They're hanging out with Pepe Le Pew. They are having, I hope, a good time in canceled heaven because Victoria secret, they want to replace these girls with something that they think women actually want. I'm going to explain that to you in a bit. Right? So I hear this news and I'm like, I feel like I wrote a piece sometime long, long ago about the Victoria's secret fashion show. Lo and behold, what did I find on the interweb? Okay. What did I find this piece? I wrote for VH one it's November, 2015 and woke me is hopping and popping all over New York city. Here is the title of this piece. I almost thought about doing like an oral reading. No, I wasn't about to say oral sex. God, I know you're sex deprived, but geez, get a hold of yourself. Okay. I almost did an oral reading of this, this piece, but I don't want to like bore you to tears. Like I'm not Mr. Rogers. You can go on and look at it, but I'll give you some cliff notes. Okay. So it's called the 2015 Victoria's secret show model lineup. will leave you disappointed. Here is the subtitle, which is <laughs> beneath it. Okay. Few black and Hispanic women, no transgender or plus size models. Why am I not surprised? Okay. I straight up like the woke can thank me because I literally wrote their Bible with this post. Okay. Here are some highlights. I talk about, I, first of all, I give a, a breakdown of the ethnicities, right? I say there are 31 black women only. Oh no, sorry. 31 white women, only five black women, five multiracial, two Asian, one Hispanic, right? Then I'm dissing Gigi Hadid and Kendall Jenner because I'm like, we've seen them before. Okay. We need racially diverse ladies. I say, what about plus size models? Ashley Graham, the history making Robin Lolly, who I believe was the first plus size model in Sports Illustrated. I'm like, get them in their A effing sap. Then I'm talking about how far we've come that year with people like Ruby Rose being gender fluid and Caitlyn Jenner coming out as trans. I'm like, we've been on a roll. Like, let's get these ladies in their lingerie. Like, what is going on now? We're stopping this momentum. And then here's how I end the piece. Here's how I end the piece. It says, but hey, there's always next year. Maybe Victoria's Secret will finally get it right. Right? So here's the thing. I wanted all these things and Hey, still do still do. I talked about it in my interview this last weekend I did with NPR on their weekend edition. 
I said, we need all these things, right? But the way we're doing it is batshit crazy. Gonna get to that in a bit, okay? So I wanted all these things, still do, like I said. Here's the thing. I hear now about this Victoria's Secret news. You would think given that I wrote this post almost six years ago, I would be dancing naked on my rooftop of joy learning that Victoria's Secret is no longer doing these Amazon angels. They're now replacing them with these like trailblazing women. Some, I'm going to get to them, but some are, you know, athletes and plus size and biracial, et cetera, et cetera, highlighted for their accomplishments and their brains, not how they look. Again, you would think I'm rejoicing. Why? Why? Why would I see this news about Victoria's Secret? Am I like, oh my God, here we go. Yet again, yet again, in this reoccurring Groundhog Day of the Woke Brigade. Like how, right? And I'm not, I'm not, I'm like, oh God, here we go. What does that tell you? What does that tell you? It tells you what I and you guys and so many people are feeling right now, right? is that the woke has gone so far with all of their initiatives that it doesn't even know what it wants anymore. Given the fact that I was at the helm of this Johnny Depp sailboat six years ago, right? I would, I should be like, it's our time. Yes. But they have lost total grip of what any sort of inclusion of impact and meaning actually means. So here's what's going on. Victoria's Secret wants to create revolutionary product collections, compelling and inspiring content, new internal associate programs and rally support for causes vital to women. Okay. Here are some of the people that are now going to be, I think it's called the Victoria's Secret Collective. So it's no longer angels. Right. And I just want to say too, that, you know, whatever the angels have a mixed feeling. Some people feel like it's an unattainable standard of beauty. Obviously I felt that when I wrote this post, I even had a line in here. Like I'd love to just see them have women like you and me, right. Average women. I did say though, Um, that the Victoria's Secret angels, you know, were gorgeous and there's nothing wrong with them, which I still stand by now. But they've now, like now, as I've grown up, I'm kind of like, you know, let them do that thing over there, right? So I don't know if it's an element of like being young and kind of like growing into my own and being like taking Victoria's Secret angels like for what it is, right? Dave Portnoy came out and said something on Barstool last week. Like it's a fantasy. They're selling a fantasy, right? So Clearly my panties aren't as in a bunch about it now as I was then. But nonetheless, here's what some of the people now who are going to be in this collective program. Um, We have a Chinese American freestyle skier. We have a U.S. soccer player. Her name is Megan Rapinoe. I think she's a big activist with uh, gender things, equality things, name another buzzword. I don't care. Pick your, pick your poison. Okay. Then we have Priyanka Chopra. We all know who Priyanka is. Um, we have, I don't know. I'm sorry. I'm butchering these names. Okay. Like your local meat man, Paloma Elsesser. She's a biracial plus size model. She's gorgeous, but you get the point, right? So Adriana Lima, it's a good thing, girl, that you walked your last strut because they would kick you so far. 
to Dorothy's house in Cam in Kansas and then into the tornado before you could even blink and tap your G-string together. It's not even funny, okay? Here's a piece that was in the New York Times about this. It says, Victoria's Secret swaps angels for, quote, what women want. Will they buy it? And it says this is the most extreme brand turnaround in recent memory. They're redefining what sexy is. So yet again, right? I've done how many initiatives have I done to prove that, yes, you, it is the most liberating and empowering thing when you can showcase your, your beauty and your body and your curves and whatever that is also with your bomb ass brains, girl. I know that. Hello. Ding, ding. That's like my life story. I love it. All about it. Right. So it's show, it was an eye-opening experience to realize the contradiction of that post that I wrote and how I have this like, you know, emotional reaction to seeing this news now, which is like yet again with the checklist and the quota and the woke initiatives, because it's not even like if they did it back then in the way that I called for, don't you think that that would actually like have impact in meeting? This is what I mean by they're losing grip because they're trying to plug everything in, which I know we've talked about before, but it's getting lost on people. Had they done this then, think about how big of a splash the Caitlyn Jenner and Ruby Rose situations were. I was fucking stoked at both. But now we're hearing it all day long that it's having, it's, it's so bad. You know, it's giving us like an adverse reaction. We're like, <laughs> and in the end, it's not helping any of them or us, like people who still want real inclusion, not this bullshit tally of a kindergarten class. Oh, so-and-so you hear plus size model, you hear brown person, you hear, okay, person who can hop on one leg, you hear like, it's not helping. Here's an example, okay? Because I've talked about before how now we're all kind of like looking for it and it's just kind of falling on deaf ears, right? I saw how they're trying to get everyone in now on purpose. And like I said, kind of lacking true meaning and authenticity in a way that would actually move us. Uh, that was like a little song, move us. Okay. Um, I sang in one of my recent apps. I'm not going to put you through that again, but a lot of people, here's an example, have been talking about, um, commercials. Have you noticed that in every commercial you get one of everybody? Like, I am surprised there is literally not a Smurf, a blue Smurf in every, they are trying to get everyone. in. I saw one the other day that had a gay couple and I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, that's cool. What do you know? The gay couple, it's one black guy, one white guy. I'm like, oh my God, yet again, right? Yet again. And, you know, to take it back for a second to the Victoria's Secret thing, now it's kind of like, now it has me thinking. And it's like, you know, yes, these women are unattainable. They're like six foot 17, you know, but they do work really hard. Do you guys remember my interview with Jasmine Tux, who's an angel? we were working out together and she's like, I work out once, maybe twice a day. You know, they work really hard. So part of me is like, wait, is this another instance of like the woke eating itself again? Because in theory, shouldn't we be celebrating these women who are sexy in their own right? Like we know we don't all look like them, right? But shouldn't we celebrate the fact that they're like their own unique type of beautiful, that it is the sort of like campy thing of the Victoria's Secret branding, right? The Victoria's Secret angels and the fact that they do work hard to look like that. 
in theory, shouldn't we be kind of cheering that on too? And like I said, kind of just take it for what it is. Like we know we're not all going to look like that as I jiggle my cellulite on my chair and I'm proud of it. But do you know what I mean? I don't know. There is something about that fantasy. And I kind of ties into my woke uh, Marvel episode too, because we want to see these people like fly around with their dicks and their shields, right? Now with a woke message all the time, we're not having a fantasy. We're having a reality that we don't want to be in. It's become too much. This is why 20, what is it? 2015 Taylor is reeling right now being like, this isn't what I asked for. This isn't what I wanted. All right. Here's an example that just will, I don't even know if you haven't heard this yet, just, just wait for it. Okay. Lynn Manuel Miranda. So he, this is the man who has literally been a pioneer for representation for people of color, for like the woke agenda. Like he is their guy. He is their statue of Liberty. Right. And he, and I'm not even saying this sarcastically at this point, he has really paved the way he is a groundbreaker. Could I be giving him any more of a digital blow job right now? Okay. But this is how much I respect and appreciate Lynn, uh, Manuel Miranda's work. You're like, bitch, you can't even pronounce his name. Right. No, but it is a little tongue twister. So he is the man who created Hamilton, you know, the one that your balls will be drooping to the core of the earth. You'll be so old waiting for tickets. Do you know what he did in Hamilton? So Hamilton was the brown groundbreaking Broadway show where they rapped. It told the story of Alexander Hamilton, right? The founding fathers. He made the founding fathers black and Hispanic. Okay. And they're like rapping about history, like blowing all the uptight, you know, white racist, however you want to say it, pearl clutching traditionalist. I don't know, blowing all that shit right out of their ass because this was just like popping, you know, from here to Mars. So here's what happened. This man was also the composer, producer, lyricist of the new musical in the Heights. Okay. In the Heights, which I actually can't wait to see this. A bitch loves a musical. I was actually cha-cha in my high school production of Grease. So I'm not above it. Okay. So he's, he's behind this movie in the Heights, which is kind of like, I don't want to say it's a West side story, but it's supposed to celebrate. He's Puerto Rican Lynn. Oh, that rhymed. And it's to celebrate Puerto Ricans in Manhattan. Oh, and the director, by the way, is John M. Chu, the Asian man who directed crazy rich Asians. Okay. So what happens in the Heights comes out with a all like total brown cast, but it's not enough. It's not enough. They end up getting so much flack because there's not enough dark skinned Puerto Ricans. So uh, Afro Latinx, dark skinned Puerto Ricans. Okay. So John M. Chu ends up, the director talks about this. Okay. And he says, here's what he says. That was something we talked about. I needed to be educated about, of course. Keep in mind, John M. Chu also broke uh, records and made history with crazy rich Asians. I'm not going to rattle them off for you right now because do I look like an encyclopedia? But 
they crushed it. And the whole cast was Asian, you know, the, you know, the crew behind the scenes and just how much they crushed it at the box office to prove that an Asian led story could be consumed and adored by the masses. I effing love that movie. So great. And a fun little tidbit. I actually interviewed one of the writers of crazy rich Asians. Who's an Asian woman for vulture. And I just love this story because this girl, we were on the same wavelength. Like she was just shameless because you know, the whole thing with crazy, not the whole thing, but a big thing with crazy rich Asians is how they were shirtless and their abs were so abolitious and people were psyched because they were like, you know, we don't really see Asian men in this sexualized way. And it was amazing. Well, this girl was like, I wanted it to be even more sexual and John M. Chu and the you know, powers that be like, kind of were like laughing at me being like, girl, take it down a little bit. But I just love that story because she was just going for it. And the message behind it, which was that, you know, we don't see Asian men in that sexual way on screen a lot. And also the fact that like, you know, women, you know, people talk about the male gaze, but that idea of kind of flipping it on its head and showing the women gaze, which is like, bring the abs and takes if you shall choose. But I just love that. I love that whole story. And I just love that she went for it. So there's a little behind the scenes tidbit for you. But he's still, nope, John M. Chu still needs to be educated. Not enough. So he says, in the end, we were looking at the cast. We tried to get people that were best for the roles. Okay, fair enough. I've said that a lot. Okay. I hear you trying to fill those cast members with darker skin. I think that's a really good conversation to have and something we should all be talking about. So he does this like semi-apology, right? And it's just like, bro, oh my God, how far are we going to go? Because nothing is going to fill, like talk about unattainable standards to the woke. It's like, you think that Victoria's Secret Angels are an unattainable standard of beauty? You guys are setting an unattainable, non-existent standard for any kind of progress or inclusion whatsoever, period. So here's poor Lynn. Poor Lynn, okay, who has changed the scope of Broadway and entertainment probably forever with his work, okay? He writes this whole thing on Twitter. I'm going to pop it up here and it's literally like a novella. So I'm just going to read you the beginning. But he says, basically, he started writing in the Heights because he didn't feel seen as a Puerto Rican man. Over the past 20 years, all I wanted for us, all of us, was to feel seen. Okay. Then he says, I'm seeing the discussion around Afro-Latina representation. It's clear uh, you know, dark skinned community didn't feel sufficiently represented. I can hear the hurt and frustration. He goes on to say, I'm truly sorry. I'm learning from, from the feedback. I'm listening. Here's what's scary to me. He says, we wanted so much to represent with pride and joy. He says, I promise to do better. And it's like, do better, do better. You've literally created stories that nobody has seen that has changed. Like I said, the landscape of what we're seeing in entertainment, Broadway, film, musicals forever, but you got to do better. Who, who is, and I know if someone could be listening to this and be like, oh yeah, so easy for you to say, you know, you're a white blonde girl. It's like, think about how he feels. 
He literally said he created this because as a Puerto Rican man, he wants to be seen. Do you think that, and you know, others like him to be seen, do you think in his mind, he purposefully was like, I'm going to weave out people who look a certain way. His director was Asian guys. And I'm really disappointed that they even caved to this period, because this is just going to perpetuate this cycle over and over and over like talk about goalposts movie man these goalposts are not even in the fucking milky way okay someone who also told him to stop apologizing is the one the only the bill maher who i've become a fan of as of late love a bill moment so he said stop apologizing to twitter and keep in mind, like, you would think that Bill Maher would be a wokey McWokerson. He's, like, super liberal. And this is why he hates it so much. Because he is a traditional liberal, right? Liberals were all about, like, let us speak freely, you know? Let us live our lives. Let us create. Let us do what we want to do and say what we want to say. So he's like, uh, what is this fuckery? Cause this is not what I signed up for. And this is not what we're about. Right. Okay. So he says, it's kind of same thing. I just said, he's a Latino making a Latino movie with a Latino cast. Not good enough. Nothing is ever good enough for these people. <laughs> Do you like I'm doing a dramatic reading of Bill Maher's episode? Okay. Where is my Tony? Um, people are going to have, this is what he says to to John and to Lynn. People are going to have to stand up to these bullies because that's what it is. It's bullying. It's, I can make you crawl like a dog and I enjoy it. And you know what guys, it's true. Listen, I've talked about this a lot and this is not just for the sake of, you know, like going after the woke and how ridiculous they are. Like 2015 Taylor is concerned. 2015 Taylor who wants to see everybody have a seat at the table as they should, whatever it is, plus size, this color, that color, you know, handicapped, whatever it is, everyone deserves to be seen and deserves their seat at the table. But I cannot stand that this is the way. Think about this, guys. Think about this. So the woke is punishing people who, it's one thing, right, to punish people who aren't woke, okay? That's one thing fine. Fair enough. Like punishing people who are super politically incorrect, like don't use the right pronoun, whatever it is you want to say. Right. And being like, how dare you? How dare you? Okay. That's one thing. But this is what concerns me is that they're punishing their own pioneers. They're punishing the trailblazers who are trying to strive for the things that they want. Right. Punishing the John M. Chews. And the Lynn Miranda, fucking A, the Lynn Manuel Mirandas. So will anyone be good enough? Will anyone ever be good enough? Think about this. Think about this. How are we ever going to like, be like, okay, we met this goal, right? We met, it's like, say it's like losing weight. Just something that came up in my head. Say it's like losing weight. Nothing's good. You keep going and going and going and going. Why do we set goals? Why do we set goals? You know, New Year's resolutions. This year, I want to do this. You know, if you're a dream board kind of gal or guy, like I am, not a guy, but you know, the dream board thing. And you set little pictures, you know, by this age or in this lifetime, I want to achieve this. 
take it back to the weight analogy. So what happens? You finally, you got it. You lost five pounds. Amazing. No, it's not. No, keep going. No, five more. Keep going and going and going. It's completely unattainable. And it's actually like the weight metaphor, which I don't know if is the best, but it just came to my mind, is literally unhealthy. It's literally unhealthy. We have no way to track any progress whatsoever or applaud in the heights or crazy rich Asians or anything. We can't even applaud it going, yes, amazing. This was such a great, authentic piece of art made by a Puerto Rican for Puerto Ricans or by an Asian for an Asian. It's like, no, even people in that community and out of that community will find things that are wrong with it. So it just feels like a mishmash mess because the woke doesn't even know what it wants to be anymore. This is why when I actually meant it and it was genuine, I wanted it to actually mean something like I want now, right? And this is the worst part probably of it all is that these people, like it's everybody loses, right? Nobody wins. The Lynn's don't win. The John's don't win. The audiences don't win because we're like, oh my God, somebody give me an ambient. Um, I can't take all the virtue signaling that's forced all the time. Right. And you know who really doesn't win? I'll tell you the communities, like if you want to call it woke or whatever, they're not going to win. Number one, because there's no goal that they could possibly attain. They're going to pick and attack everything that's made for them. Can't salute or applaud anything whatsoever. Everything has to be torn apart. But guess what? The people who already aren't having this shit, do you think that this is going to make them be like so suddenly compassionate and understanding? No. Let me tell you, my friend, absolutely not. And I know a lot of you are people who listen to this show. It is just, if anybody is over the woke agenda propaganda, this kind of stuff is just going to push them away even more. Like I said, the commercial with the two gay dads, you know, one color and then another color getting everybody in. And at some point you have to think, how far do you go? If no standard is achievable, and like I said, it gets to the point of being unhealthy, how far do you actually go? Like, when will they ever be satisfied? Because how could you possibly include every single category of every single person in every single commercial, movie, trailer, TikTok, whatever it is? How? It's just so unattainable. So think of it this way. I'm kind of thinking to myself, at this point, would I rather see women up there shaking their ass? That's the size of my pinky. That's an unattainable body size. Would I rather see that? Or would I rather see this kind of unattainable, right? Which is where nothing is ever enough and nothing can ever be celebrated and no one can ever win. Girls and guys, let me tell you. I'd rather watch, you know, if this is what it's come to, I would rather watch those Victoria's Secret angels shake their little nickel size asses in their sparkly ass G-strings, you know, giving Justin Bieber, who's like 16, a boner, 
I would rather watch that kind of unattainable, if that's what you want to call it, all day long.